Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Daryl Ryder, powered by Scheidman Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, welcome to the show. All right. What are you about to insult me for? I just want to make sure you're in a better, move because, better mood because... Uh, you made me side with Ken Carmen with your sassiness this morning, and I don't think you understand that's not why I wanted to be this morning at 9 a.m. Uh, well, uh, I leave the cheerleading to him. I keep it real, and uh, yeah, I, that's that's all it is. I just keep it real. Uh, don't call me dangerous for nothing. Yeah, so this is going to turn into a bit of a showdown here. Um <laughs> Yeah, you start off with that kind of load of BS. All right, I want to play something from you this morning. I'm oh, going to play gosh. it for you, and then we're probably going to argue. Here is you talking about the Browns getting the are winning the analytical survey for yet another year. Okay. Daryl, the Browns won the annual analytical survey. <laughs> yeah, I hope they imagine? I hope they get a banner to hang because it's so the bad. only banner they've been able to hang in 40 so years. So what do you think of that though? Other People around the league seem to think highly of their analytical approach or just that they do it better than anybody else. Uh, what do you think that means? Uh, they're 14 and 16 the last two years. That's what it means. It's not helping them win games. So, I great. They're trying to outsmart everyone, and they're not outsmarting anyone. And the guy that's the standard, Bill Belichick, has embarrassed them twice in two years. So, let me ask you. Do you really think analytics are part of the problem in Berea? I wouldn't say part of the problem, but not part of the solution for sure. Well, you don't um, know what the record would be, though, without analytics, though. Yeah, fair. It'd probably be much worse. So then it is helping, yes? <laughs> it, it's helped them achieve mediocrity. Congratulations. Okay, mediocrity is better than 1-15 in 15 or what, what was it, 1-14-1 and 1 or 0-16-12? Oh, hey, 12. analytically, that 1-15 and 0-16 and oh and got them two number one picks. Wait, that's not analytically. That's just... That just got him. That has nothing. Yeah, but to do that with was that was part of Paul DePodesta's plan. I'm still trying to figure out what 0, 16, and 12 is. That's uh, that was the their record. Games, that, they yeah, tied that, 12 the 28. Times. There were 12 ties that one year. Um, I mean, I just don't I, like. It's I'm not rosy about the organization. I also think at five and seven, uh, this isn't about uh, playoffs. This is about like 
down the stretch, I think you've got a bunch of winnable games. And I think at the end of the season, there's a chance I look up and say, oh, you're nine and eight. And that's a lot better than we thought you were going to be when you started four and seven. And there's a chance I say, oh, you're seven and 10. And that's a bit of a disappointment. I don't, I, I guess I haven't talked myself into a point, And it seems like maybe you have where it's clandestine that this is going to end in disappointment over the final five games of the year. I think they finished the way they finished last year, eight and nine. Uh, which means that with Deshaun Watson at quarterback, they win four of the final six games. They got one already under the belt with Deshaun playing rather terribly, right? Um, but, you know, my point with the analytics, champion it when you're good. Don't champion it while you're mediocre because that I, it, it doesn't look like it's helping you. Well, but they, they when, when, how, do, how are they championing it? Champion, well, championing it? I guess ESPN's the one that's championing it. ESPN's the one that crowned them the analytics champions in back-to-back years. But that that's just my thing. I, look, I am all for trying to outsmart the competition, okay? Don't misunderstand me. My whole point is they're not outsmarting anyone, though, because they're they're not very good. They're, they're a below-average football team trying to outsmart everybody else. That's where I'm coming from on it. Don't... Don't misunderstand me. I am all for whatever competitive advantage they can uncover. I, but I, my point is, clearly, they're not uncovering many competitive advantages because they don't have many competitive advantages, it looks like. Yeah, but I, I don't know that that's solely on Stefanski. And like, I, I do think at some point we do have to kind of address the details. Like, like last year, like... Baker being snake bitten, that's a real thing that can derail a season. Right. Um, this year, uh, I mean, I don't think anybody. They could have won with Jacoby Brissett. There's no excuse for this year. Well, okay. There, but, there, there is no built in excuse. But they could have won, won big with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, 100%. Okay. But the, but Kevin Stefanski's not the reason they were 4 and 7. The crappy defense and special teams yeah. is the reason that they're 4 and 7. And yeah. who's in charge of the crappy defense and special teams? That would be Joe Woods and Mike Prefer. No, it'd be Kevin Stefanski. He's the guy in charge, he's the head man in charge. Uh,. All buck right. stop. Buck stops at his desk. Well, so but let's, he's not just an offensive coordinator. If that's what you want to be, then go be an offensive coordinator. You're the head coach. Yeah, but you're the in point charge is, of all three phases. The point is, though, when uh, Mike McDaniel or Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay, other guys of that ilk who call their own plays, guys who are offensive coordinators as head coaches, right. when any time those kind of guys have struggles, they do get a chance to fix those by uh, by by firing guys, replacing guys without it being a damnation that they're just a good offensive coordinator. Yeah. True. Yeah. 100%. So I just we agree. I, so it's more that I just think the jury is still out on Kevin Stefanski. And I think there are circumstantial reasons why the Browns have disappointed. And you mentioned eight and nine. I think if they go eight and nine by the end of the season, Daryl, I think that's a win considering you started four and seven. I don't disagree with you. I, but that doesn't mean that I can't feel like the season was still a waste. Uh, or a wasted opportunity because they could have made the playoffs this year. They were good enough to make the playoffs. If their attention to detail in two of the phases was better early in the season, we're having a completely different conversation than doing the mental gymnastics of where they sit in the standings and what needs to happen for them to creep back into that conversation and things like that. Um, so that's, I, I guess that's why I'm so tough on them, Nick is because I 
recognize the talent that they have in the locker room. I recognize that they've got good people in that locker room. It's it's not a boisterous locker room. It's not an, a, an entertaining locker room. But it's a good locker room, if that makes sense. They're, you know, you don't have a bunch of guys making headlines with uh, their weekly press conferences and stuff like that. It's a very solid locker room, and they got a lot of talent. And I just, I feel like that this organization, the last two years, is wasting talent for whatever circumstances, be it Baker last year or you know whatever excuse you want to come up with this year. The bottom line, though, is um, I'm not judging this front office. I'm not judging Kevin Stefanski on the quote-unquote team-building process. I'm judging them straight on wins and losses because from my standpoint, I feel like the team's been built. It's time to win football games, and they've not done that these last two years coming off of being a play or two away from the conference championship game. This team has regressed on the field in my view now the jury's still out on how the rest of this season is going to play out and maybe they'll surprise us down the stretch but I just I I just feel like that windows of contention are so hard for the Browns to open up to begin with that once you have those windows open which in my view happened in 2020 with that playoff season that you have to seize the moment and obviously the Deshaun Watson trade was part of them seizing the moment the problem is maybe the roster isn't as good as we thought it was or as deep as it needs to be or coaching changes need to be made whatever my point is though I don't feel like the last two years that Kevin Stefanski has maximized his talent to the best of its ability and that to me is a reflection of the head coach more than the coordinators I think last year is different than this year. And, 100%. And I would also say um, I don't think championship window is a thing for the Browns anymore because when you have a franchise quarterback, which I'm expecting Deshaun to be, even if he's not this weekend or last right. weekend, that changes. So like with a, with a quarterback like Baker, if you've got a – uh, middle of the road, you know, maybe upper middle of the road quarterback, a, a Kirk Cousins, that kind of quarterback. You have yep. a championship window. But when you have a franchise quarterback, when I because when I say championship window, it's about consistently making the playoffs and and being in a position that because you have that quarterback to make a run. So I think when you traded for Deshaun, you opened up a perma right. uh, window for a, a perma championship window. And the pieces are going to change around him, right? And I think that's going to be the constant evolution and the constant uh, guideline, or the you know the, the the kind of North Shore, North Star, whatever you want to call it. I think that will be. But like, I guess my point is, when you change from Baker to Deshaun, I think championship window became a myth. I think every year that you have Deshaun, you should have a that's your championship window. I agree wholeheartedly with you. Next, that's why next year my expectations are for Deshaun that he plays at the level uh, that we saw in Houston. Like to me, the rest of this season is all about getting him on track, rebuilding his mechanics or whatever it is 
they have to rebuild from like a football standpoint to get him back to that level. That's what this is about. And that's part of the reason I think we heard Kevin Stefanski this week when he was asked, hey, if Deshaun's struggling in the first half of a must-win game, would you consider making a quarterback change in the interest of trying to win the game? And Stefanski basically said no, because that's not, while yes, they are trying to win the game, Nick, that's not the object of the exercise. The object of the exercise is to get Deshaun the reps on the field so that he can get back into the form that uh, of the player that they gave up all those draft picks for and gave $230 million to. That's really what this back end of the season is about. So if it means that they have to sacrifice losing in Cincinnati Sunday with him, with Deshaun playing, maybe let's just say for, you know, a little better than we saw in Houston, right? But he's not there yet. He, he plays a little better, but it's not good enough to, to, to beat the Bengals. That is something that they are willing to go through organizationally, those, those growing pains to get him back because they are looking at this similar to what you're talking about, a much bigger picture view. And it's just, it's unfortunate that the team did not hold up their end of the bargain while Jacoby Brissett was on the field so that Deshaun Watson could have come in and been that missing piece, that shot in the arm, so to speak, to to go into a, a playoff run type of situation. I think that ship has clearly sailed on them, and now it's just about getting Deshaun playing back at the level we saw in Houston. I would counter that I don't think it's just about getting Deshaun ready. I think it's about I think the rest of the season can be about taking the pressure off of Deshaun. I think when you are traded for, when you have all the stuff going on, right? And to me, that's winning, whether they make the playoffs or not. Like, because I think I think it's which they're not going to do. Let's be honest about it. But I I don't care about if the Browns are going to make. Well, but but right now you're right. But the the good thing is, if you take care of the things you're supposed to, you can do both. You can take pressure off. Deshaun by winning because right. that's really all that matters fans if yep. you if you finish five and one but miss the playoffs we'll say but man you won even if Deshaun struggles that that winning will take pressure off Deshaun so he can just get back to being you know the face of the damn franchise winning so, is the ultimate deodorant as they say and right? so so I think it's almost short-sighted to say well they're not gonna make the playoffs so the only thing that matters is getting Deshaun ready for next year I think I think the ultimate way to – I think winning still matters. I, and I, and by the way, not just for Deshaun. I think building a winning culture, even if you – striving for the playoffs, even though it's not a realistic possibility at this moment, right. I do think that matters. And I'll say this. I think if you beat the Bengals this weekend, I think – I, I think you it, it's about time you'll start having that conversation, especially if Deshaun plays well. If they beat the Bengals this weekend – I think the narrative now changes because then you're a win away against Baltimore the following week. And it doesn't look like Lamar Jackson's going to play on Sunday. So who knows if he's going to play against the Browns and even assuming he comes back and plays against the Browns, he's not going to be hundred percent. Right. So opportunity knocks for the Browns to win that game, which then gets them to seven and seven. And then things really get start to get interesting from there and you can have legitimate conversation because the saints are terrible i know i watch them a lot they're not good that's a very winnable game washington's a pain in the backside you know the the commanders they're they're not going to be an easy win but it it, it, i do feel like they're beatable and then pittsburgh is just they're they're trash like so 
There is a pathway where you could legit say the Browns can win out and make the playoffs. Absolutely 100% you could. But first things first, they got to go to Cincinnati. The Bengals are getting hot at the right time. They've not lost since they took their beating here in Cleveland on Halloween night. Um, they've won their last four games, getting hot at the right time of the year, similar to what they did last year. Jamar Chase is going to be on the field. He wasn't on the field for that first matchup. We all know the flapping of the gums that he had uh, in August uh, on that podcast. The Browns certainly remember that. Um, So this is going to be a real interesting game on Sunday. Uh, The Bengals are dying to beat the Browns because the Browns are trying to sweep for the third straight year, and I think it's eight of nine in the series uh, that Cleveland has won. So it's been domination. Uh, the Bengals have been the Browns' little brother. They can beat the Chiefs. They can't beat the Browns. So there's a lot of motivation on both sides, which makes this game Sunday very, very intriguing. Well, and not to get all uh, going down the uh, mathematical rabbit hole here, if you win and either the Jets or Titans lose, you are one game out, even though I know we got to deal with the tiebreaker stuff. You're hey, one Baker game out of did wild- the Browns a huge solid last yep. night with that 98-yard drive. But you're to- one game out of a playoff spot with yeah. four games to go. Yeah, so, I, so, I, I, so I agree with you. you got to take care of Cincinnati. Got to take care of your business first and foremost. But I think that's how uh, quickly it turns. I thought this was going to be much more contentious, and we were respectful. <laughs> we There was a lot of love and respect that we showed, so – I think we've let ourselves down, uh, or, or at least 10 years ago, Nick and uh, Daryl letting each, o- each other down. Listen, I appreciate you, buddy. I'm too old to yell and scream. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm a, I, I was going to say, <laughs> don't, don't give me that challenge. Don't give me, the, don't give me that challenge because I will make it happen. Daryl, be good, buddy. Have a great weekend. You too. Enjoy the game Sunday. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.